Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. once saying welcome to my nightmare we are back after a two-week hiatus it's almost like james never left my life like if you draw a pentagram on the floor he appears that kind of thing welcome to wrong and wronger the podcast that we keep doing so that judy p has something to watch every week and james how are you doing this week well i was doing a lot better in our gap week but here we are talking again so i guess (laughs) I guess we have to do this. That's very unfortunate. I'm just I'm checking here. It's been so long. I got to make sure my settings are all turned on. I'd say I, I feel like uh, you know they say it's always like riding a bike with you. It's like crashing a bike. I'm just sure everything's <laughs> gonna go wrong. <laughs> James, I like that you make sure you're all turned on when you talk. That's all I <laughs> well, took away from you're that. so active at turning me off. I gotta I gotta do what I can <laughs> to keep up. I do want to give a shout out to the two possibly three people who noticed we didn't put an episode out last week. Your comments were greatly. <laughs> appreciated Uh, as for the rest of you you won't hear these words anyway so i'm not gonna thank you let's just get on with it appreciated but confusing nonetheless yes but yes this is the podcast where we argue about things like children in the background things that don't matter to anybody but we just argue for the sake of arguing like when you have too many kids and they're all behind you. i got a sick kid home today you know this you read the newsletter it is what it is i'm just i'll be shocked if this doesn't pick up the youtube video she's watching right now so yes there are going to be random (laughs) child screens there are going to be pig noises this is what happens when you record in broad daylight okay podcasting and being a vampire are a lot alike they're both best done at night but here we are in the day. People can see your horrible face in full light. Whatever. It's This might be a good week to skip the video and go audio only. <laughs> well, I do want to say that uh, I did read the email and uh, scary stuff. So I hope Waffle's doing better today. Oh, yes. As you can hear by her scream, she is perfectly healthy but still has that cough which kept her home. So, hey, I'm just waiting to get my infection. We'll see when my turn comes. Oh, we can only hope. <laughs> Actually, when we first started this podcast years ago, you got laryngitis for a part of it, and we even threw out the idea of having your daughter argue with me. We, I think your oldest We did, and time. instead I came on here and whisper shouted at you, which is obviously the right decision, <laughs> so somebody has to be here to keep you in your place. <sighs> all right, well, we have to compliment each other in the meantime, and uh, I almost forgot all about that, because complimenting you is on my list of things to do. It's in the quadruple digits but what compliment do you have for me this week james i I forgot how wonderful this is i would like to compliment you for having the slightest of gaps in your schedule to accommodate me here i was that i I thought on the steve olivas hype chain you you were you were a hundred percent booked up all the time but you you found that slot because i'm more important than your day job i'm more important than your family you net you're only home once every six months but somehow whenever i call you find time for me so i would like to thank you for valuing valuing me above everybody else. Wow, if that was your takeaway, <laughs> I, I guess I'm just going to go with it. But yes, I have never been as busy as I have been, and it's only getting worse. The uh, Arena Football League season started yesterday, oh. so they have training camp this week, and I got to be there from till 9.30 at night. <sighs> just uh, hang I know. That's like three and, hours uh, past your bedtime. <laughs> I know. I don't know what 
what's going to happen? They're going to wheel me in like Hannibal Lecter on one of those hand trucks. <laughs> so, yes, I am booked morning, noon, and night. And I had one hour between, I got here at 4.30 this morning, and I'm going to get home at 10 o'clock tonight. One hour off, and this is it. And I give it to you, James Frank. <laughs> I'm sorry. I give it to Judy P. Oh, is who I give it to. That's fair. But I'm also yeah, worth it, You're just collateral damage in my day, but yes. All right, now give me my compliment. I've been waiting two weeks for this. Uh, your compliment is I am now finally feeling what it feels like to be as busy as Breakwell. <laughs> and that's like a millennial thing, like YOLO, you only live one. Busy as Breakwell, BAB. Just call it the BAB. Busy as Breakwell. And I don't know how you do it, James. Plus, I got two kids. You got 27 kids. Like, how do you keep up with all of this? Your newsletters, as much as they may be exaggerated or uh, hyperbolized in some areas Never. for humor, <laughs> there is a lot going on on the treadmill of Breakwell's life. So the fact that you're not dead yet and still able to join me every week is a testimony to your endurance and your love for Olivas. It's all about multitasking. It's like, oh, I got a kid going to the hospital. Great, I can get some writing time in there. You just grab the laptop and you yeah. go. <laughs> Unfortunately, we kept getting interrupted by nurses and doctors who were trying to keep my kid alive, and it really cut into my productivity, but I did what I could. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I'm as busy as Breakwell, and uh, I, I may not make it. All right, well, we are 95 minutes into this podcast now. We have yet to say our topic, but it's highly topical Ooh. this week. Uh, should True. we celebrate Valentine's Day? Yes or no? And I use that as the <laughs> universal we and not me and you, because uh, I guess it probably does not matter in the grand scheme of things whether you or I does it. But should human beings in general celebrate Valentine's Day? Hey, you. And I got a kid dr jumping on a bull in the yep. background. She, all right. she amuses so. herself. <laughs> oh, if only they did that all the time, James. Actually, and not destroy the house. So roughly 80% of our listenership and viewership is female. So one of us is going to be the bad guy here, James. Oh, hold on. I dropped the corner before I flipped it. <laughs> I didn't even say anything yet for the sides. Okay. You know... All right. I just pulled the phone halfway across my desk because right, I have my... Side? We got some dead air going on here. I don't know what's going on on your end, but I assume it's just utter chaos. Oh, crap. Sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can now. I couldn't... Were you talking there? Were you recording content? Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, I'm sure you said nothing of value at all, as, as per usual. It was usual. a technical thing on your end. All right. All right, so... What shall the two sides represent for you and your kin? He heads, I'm arguing, celebrate Valentine's Day. Tails, I'm arguing, uh, don't celebrate Valentine's Day. So, heads is yay, tails is nay. Yes. All right, it is up, it is down, and it is... Heads, you, sir, have yay. Yay, and yay for me and boo for you, but let's be honest, you were going to lose whichever side of this you were on. Uh, just like I assume you lost two weeks ago. I can't remember the results because they were so long ago. But I think you can see right here why you have to celebrate Valentine's Day. This is Exhibit A. I have my lovely recovering daughter right here on my on my desk. And for Valentine's Day, I'm going to get something for all of my daughters because I love and appreciate my family. So I go out oh and buy God. them a gift because it's good to have a periodic reminder of what matters in life. You can take a few seconds out of your busy money-making schedule to appreciate your family. Because unlike you, I actually see my family more than once every six months because I do all my busy activities right here in the same state. I'm not, I'm not globetrotting like you. 
Yeah, that's that's a good uh, good random babble there from my book, which is also what my book is uh, filled with. Consequently, uh, and as for your marriage, you know, taking that time to to show that you you value your spouse. I mean, that's what keeps a marriage going. You can you can afford being on the road as long as you still take those special times to say, hey, you matter to me. What do you have against that? My mommy. <laughs> well, everyone loves her mommy. <laughs> Nobody loves her daddy. That's the problem. Her mommy is just biding time is all that's happening. James, listen, man, I know when you are just sick with cash and you probably have it stacked up in your spare kitchen and you've got to turn sideways to get through all of the, the like you've made like a minotaur filled labyrinth in your kitchen without a stacks of cash. We got Christmas. We got uh, Valentine's Day. There's sweetest day. There's uh, my wife's birthday is in the mix. Like how many times do we have to buy stuff? And remember to buy stuff. And then pen something that Cyrano de Bergerac would write. Some romantic poem written by Lord Byron that we have to put in the card. Like, it's too much, James. It's too much. How often do we have to remind somebody that we love them? Like, uh, at some point, they have to believe yes. Just take yes for what it's worth, and that's all it is. I'm not lying when I say yes. I don't not say I love you. I don't not do things for her. It's not like I'm killing myself all year to pay for that house, by the way. Like, do you need a box of chocolates also? It's expensive, too, man. Why do we have to keep buying stuff? You know... Buying stuff, I, all like uh, divorced dads always get blamed for like buying their kids' affection, like uh, substituting stuff for actual time and love. And James, I'm not all about that. I am about doing. I'm not about these uh, symbolic things because they fall flat in the long run. You got to back it up. You got to walk the walk as well as talk the talk. And that's why Valentine's Day is just sort of random and irrelevant in the life of our marriage. Now, I say absolutely not. And uh, for you to say all that we absolutely need to, I'm hoping that it hurt just a little bit as you're arguing that side, James. <laughs> well, it really hurt is getting hit in the face with this book right here, where some little hands are, are wielding around quite cavalierly. Um, it's not, you know, leave it to you to take the materialist angle. It's not about the money. It's about the people. Don't, don't pull that out. You're going to make the whole microphone collapse. My microphone is propped up on a oh, series of books, and she is pulling if them only. out. Yes, so I don't have stacks of money in this house. I have stacks of books, and they do not translate one for one at all. Uh, but See, James, you had too much love in your house. Now you have all these kids running around. Yeah, like, that you, a little more just an anger you would have led to less kids and more You, might, you might not be wrong, but I still have enough love for that one day a year, Valentine's Day. Because I'm going to make time for my kids, even if you don't buy them things. I'm going to make time for my wife. I'm going to show them that they matter by spending time with them and time costs you nothing but opportunity costs i'm going to say no to other gigs that day i'm going to say no to recording with you and i'm going to dedicate them uh my time to them which is my most precious resource um and and they're going to appreciate that and that's how they're going to know uh, you leave it to you to think you got to go out and buy diamond rings and cars like those commercials where you show up and there's a giant bow on top of the vehicle that's people like you that's people who just don't get it it's i am here for the experience I'm here for the quality time. I am here for the memories. And that is why our Valentine's Day will be extra special and yours will probably lead to divorce. 
I'm not even going to be home on Valentine's Day. I just pulled up my schedule because I wanted to see if we're going to record on Valentine's Day. And no, it's this coming Friday. So that's unfortunate that we won't get a chance to talk to each other because we are each other's own true love. Because the only special guest on our show is the love that exists between the co-hosts. But no, I'm going to be in Minnesota on Valentine's Day. And if patterns hold, my wife will slip something special into my suitcase. And hopefully I'll remember to buy something nice for her. But yeah, I mean, James, all you're saying is specialness. Like, we got all the special we need. We got that out of our system years ago. When I was your age, maybe we needed a little reassurance and some special. But uh, not anymore. Now, it's old and grizzled, and she would rather I be on the road. <laughs> I'm glad that you've just given up on the argument this week. Your final stand is my wife is not special. Good for you. What? You are you are so lucky she doesn't listen to this podcast. That is your only saving grace. And maybe that will get you through Valentine's Day. You know, what else might your gift to your wife can be working on your listening skills. Maybe that would help improve communication between the two. You know what's going to save you is your wife has probably forgotten you guys are married by this point, so she's not going to file for divorce. She's never get around to it. You'll, you'll just she has forgotten we do this podcast. I'll tell you that much. Just just show up at the house one day. She'll be like, I thought I thought you were gone years ago. Like, nope, just working. Finally ended my 7,000-day-long work week. Who let you into the house is what I usually do. Yeah. If you have to break a window to get in, that's a sign that things aren't right in the relationship. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's everything I need to win this argument. Do you have any closing thoughts to save yourself, or can we go ahead and get out of here so I stop getting hit in the face? No! With that? Need to save a winning argument. No, I'm not going to pull defeat out of the jaws of victory. You're insane. Roll the dice. Let people know how to vote for me. i got to put you down for a second, all right? Are you talking to me? Yeah, I wish I could put you down. <laughs> you put me down every time we talk. What are you talking about? I'm thinking more on the vet perspective, but hey, you can take it however you want. All right. You're short, you're <laughs> ugly, and your belly button sticks out too far. All right. That's from so, too. if you want to vote for celebrating Valentine's Day like a normal human being, vote for 39. If you want to vote for Steve and his Grinch-like hatred of Valentine's Day, vote for... <laughs> 14, and if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 97. Okay. So even though James and Steve agree this week, if you want to vote for someone who just lied his way through what? an entire podcast, all you have to do is vote for 39. If you want someone that'll always shoot you straight, tell you the truth, and frankly, tell you what you already kind of knew and are thinking yourself anyway, vote for 14. And then if you want nothing to do with this podcast ever again, vote 97, and we'll see who wins the poll this week. And until next week, we're going to put a bow on this one and deliver it to Judy P for Valentine's Day and anyone else who decides to peek into our insane lives. But until we meet again, if we meet again, this is Steve. We'll leave us for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and remember, two wrongs 